Hey everybody, welcome to Pokemon World Tour. I'm your host, Jake. And I'm your guide, Josh. Josh, where are we going today? We're going to a couple places. We're going to swing over to some runes. Okay. And we're going to chill in the pack. All right. But... Always up for a good pack chill. Before we do that, we have a couple... I thought we only had one route. Turns out we had two. They're small, so it'll be a minute. We don't have any news, right? There's no... No. uh, Nothing? No. Yeah, this isn't enough to say news, but there's some pretty neat... Pokemon toys coming down. Uh, you can go to Poke Shopper. Is that the website that I'm always seeing Shannon retweet? Yes. There's a lot of blue statues and androids. I think Poke Shopper is like a Pokemon merchandise blog. Okay. I think. I could be very wrong about that. Well, according to these, to this one particular website, a lot of cool toys coming down. So maybe check that out. There's That's, no news, though. Yeah. A lot of cool toys are available on PokemonCenter.com. Yeah. So. No, hashtag non-spawn. Yep. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's just get right into it today, then. Okay, so real quick, we're going to head to Route 35 in just a second, but there is one thing that I don't remember touching on in the last episode. Okay. After we beat Whitney and get the plane badge, we head next door to her gym to the flower shop, okay. and we show the girls in there like, hey, we're pretty strong. We beat Whitney. Here's the badge, see? And they give you a squirt bottle. Now okay. we now we can leave the city. That's very important. <laughs> yeah, you need this little squirtle shaped watering can, or else, or you can't. You can never go any farther in your adventure yep. than this. Stay tuned, folks, for a fun anecdote from Jake Mason when he was a boy. Oh no! <laughs> yep. <laughs> no. Uh, so Route 35 is north of Goldenrod City. It's a short route that leads north. Imagine that. Party. Uh, the west part of it is the biggest part. It's very well traveled. has a beaten path. Um, there's a small area behind some trees to the east that is filled with tall grass. And about halfway up, not quite halfway up, but about halfway up is a little pond. Not a little, It's pretty big. It's pretty big for a pond, but not big enough to be a lake. Okay. It's a pond and a half. Uh, there's nine trainers here. Nine trainers here. Okay, that's a lot. It's a sm- very concentrated with trainers. Are they just like, do you just like swimming in the middle and they all come in, in one the by lake. one? They're not all in the lake. Okay. There's nine on this route, but this is still, this is about the size, and I, I cannot remember the number, but the route that's between Saffron and Vermilion, it's about that size. Okay. There's nine trainers in here. That's a lot. Their Pokemon range from level 10 to 16, with one exception, because there's a juggler. Okay. He has four Voltorps. Jesus. They escalate in level as they go. Okay, he starts with they... a level two Voltorb, and then it's level four. Does he only use self-destruct? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it goes two, four, ten, fourteen, I think, are, okay. his, are his Voltorb. I don't know why. Uh, why does he have a family of Voltorbs? <laughs> I don't know, because he's a juggler. They're his juggling balls. Mm, I don't like that. Then he blows them up at you. <laughs> well, that sucks. <laughs> um, Pokemon available in the grass are Pidgey, the Nidorans, Jigglypuff, Psyduck, Growlithe, Abra, Drowsy, Ditto, Hoot Hoot, Yanma, Snubble. You can surf and find Psyduck or Golduck. You can fish for Poliwag, Poliwhirl, and Magikarp. You can headbutt. You know the drill, but I'll run through them real quick. Caterpie, Metapod, Butterfree, Weedle, Kakuna, Beedrill, Execute, Hoot Hoot, Lediba, Spinarak, and Pineco. Your your headbutt buddies. Yep, the head the headbutt the boys. The head buddies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hoenn Sound, and Sound, Badoof, and Buizel. Who cares? Just, just a little variety would be neat sometimes. Okay, this route is interesting because on the left where that beaten path was, yeah. 
that leads to a gatehouse, and through that gatehouse is the national park. But if you go to the right of that, where like the grass and everything and all the trees are, there is a little area that leads north, so you can go... Really, you can go around the national park if you didn't want to go through okay, it. Okay, so you can just totally skip it? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why they do that. It's prob- There's nothing really in there that you need to do. Right. It's just like it's for speed f- runs. fun little area. It's speed run <laughs> tactics. Here's a little nook you can, yeah. get, you can sneak through. Uh, so we'll do Route 36 first, because who cares about the routes? They're not super interesting. <laughs> this one's super overgrown. There's a lot of like those little trees. It looks almost like it could be a small forest map. Okay. When you look at it from overhead, um, it's a four-way crossroads. There's an exit that leads west to the National Park in Route 35, east to Violet City, south to uh, the Ruins of Valf in Route 32, and north to Route 37. Uh, initially, this path is blocked by like this weird wiggling little tree that's right in the middle, mm. so you can't get through it from any direction. Mm, but how about that? <laughs> but after you defeat Whitney and get the squirt bottle, you can squirt the tree. Let's talk about it now, I guess. Okay. Because I don't really have, like, a section for it written down. Yeah. But if you squirt the tree with the squirt bottle, it reacts to the water and attacks you. Yeah, because it's, it's a Pokemon. It's a Pokemon. It's a Sudowoodo. Yeah. Now, it's very neat. Oh, this tree. You're playing for the first time. You don't know what a Sudowoodo is. There's just, like, a tree that's weird, and you can squirt it, and it because it's a rock, but it's a tree, and now it attacks you, and you can catch it. Or... If you're on a road trip from New Hampshire to Florida and you're 11 or 12 whenever this game came out and you didn't get the squirt bottle and you don't know that that's the only way you can get by it and you end up talking to every available NPC again in the world so far. Except that oh, I finally came back around to get the squirt bottle. And oh, then, so you just like ran all the way back? I literally... Talked to every person that you could meet in the game again to see if I missed something. And I did. I missed the squirt bottle the first time around. So eventually I got it. And then I still didn't know what to do. So it still took me like an hour to like squirt it. No, I don't remember. Do you do you have to actually go into your bag and select the squirt bottle? I, or can you just talk to the tree and I think you have it? to select a squirt bottle because it was those an old, old game. Those old Pokemon I, games. For the longest time, I had convinced myself that I used headbutt on the tree. And I don't know if that would work. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure that that's just a fabrication that my brain yeah, made that, up. That, to, will, that will not work. To soothe me from the memories. You might be able to headbutt it, but it's probably... if At most, it would be like a different it wiggles at you right. text box. Yeah. So that's the story of how uh, Jake spent South Carolina trying to figure oh out <laughs> trying to figure out Sudowoodo. That's and right. Only here on Pokemon World Tour can we measure time in states. And if you've ever driven through South Carolina going downward, you know that it is disproportionately large. <laughs> uh, so yeah, all you gotta do is squirt it with a squirt ball and it'll attack you. Yeah, and you just fight it and it's fine and you catch it and it's a cool Pokemon, but I hate him. <laughs> Pokemon in the grass here, I only wrote down Ones that are different from... From the last route. From the last route. So there's Vulpix, Bellsprout, Ghastly, and Stantler. Okay. Uh, Stantler's a pretty cool Pokemon that just nobody really talks about Stantler's the one with the eyeball antlers, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. I don't know if he's any good. He probably isn't. No, a lot of the Pokemon that I tend to like that I'm like, oh, right, that Pokemon. I like that Pokemon. They're usually bad. Yeah. See also Sawsbuck. Oh, I love Sawsbuck so much. It's just not great. It's not bad. 
It's just not great. Yeah. See also, also, Beedrill, which does suck. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Beedrill's a very bad Pokemon. Yep. Um, obviously, there's Sudowoodo is a special encounter. Hoenn Sound plus Lemonin. Sinnoh Sound is Shinx and only Shinx. Okay. The other guy uh, couldn't show up. No, just I guess not. <laughs> Look, I love Shinx, but like, come on. Come on. Just one. So that's the route. Again, who cares about these? They're not boring. a lot going on. We got we to gotta run through them, but that's what we're going to do. We're going to run through them. Yeah. So we will now head to the southwest, to the ruins of Valf, which yeah. is actually like right next to Violet City. It's like the southwest corner of Violet City, a line of trees, and the ruins of Valf. Okay, and you can't get there because of the trees? Yeah, because you can't squeeze through trees in the world of Pokemon. Nope. They're too, too thick. And the ruins are a series of... Caves separated by mountains, lakes, and trees. Some of the caves can only be accessed by finding hidden paths in the Union Cave or, like, surfing. So you have to come back periodically. Right. Because I think you need strength in the Union Cave to get to one of the secret entrances. Right. And then you need surf to get over the lakes or the ponds. catch all the good unknowns. The main chamber is, like, the center cave. Uh, It's a long, zigzagging hall of statues and weird engravings on the wall, but there's nothing really else in there. Um, and the first time you go in, there was literally nothing. You walk around, nothing happens. Yeah. But the other caves all contain sliding panel puzzles, which don't get that confused with the puzzles that are like, here's a, a three by three grid and one piece is missing and you have to align them. Yeah. Cause those suck. I hate those, <laughs> <laughs> but this is not that this is a big, it's, it maybe is still a three by three. I think some of them are different sizes. Um, but it's a big empty grid and all the pieces are around the outside, but they are rotated. Some of them are rotated, right. some of them are normal. So you'll have to like figure out where they line yeah. up and rotate them and stuff. Uh, it's a fun little mini game. I really like it. It, it. Pokemon doesn't have a ton of mini games inside there, at least not back then. Now there's like a lot more stuff, yeah. but like, yeah, but something like this is definitely not in generation one. Yeah. It's not like a like a thing you can go do. Yeah, and it's just like solve this puzzle and maybe something cool will happen. So you solve the puzzle and the floor underneath your feet goes away. It's gone. It caves in and you plummet into that main chamber, the hall with the statues and the and the walls. Yeah. Uh, but now take a couple steps because you're not right at the exit. So you got to head toward right. the exit. You gotta like, leave, I got to yeah. get out of this weird place yeah, and I talk just, to the scientists outside. I just broke both of my legs. I should probably go. Yeah. So you're crawling. And then this weird little Pokemon will pop up. It's a like a big eyeball with like a weird shape around it. Okay. And you'll keep encountering them and they'll keep being different shapes. And you'll talk to the scientist. There's like a little science camp set up outside. Yeah. Like, yeah, we've been studying the unknown. <laughs> or no, I think they just say we've been studying the engravings on the wall, and then I think you let the unknown out. I might be thinking that they did too much. This might not be how it actually is. But then uh, you let the unknown out, and you talk to them, and they're like, oh, yeah, the unknown are came, and they look like the engravings on the wall. There must be some correlation. Yeah. Here is the unknown decks. Please catch them all. Catch all and, of them. And show it to us. I love unknowns. Unknowns are so good, but they are, I think, the worst Pokemon that they made. Well, yeah, they're, <laughs> they only have one move. Yeah. And they're, they're, they suck. Their, their stats are probably but booty. I really like this, that this Pokemon, this unknown, does not exist to be battled with. This Pokemon no. exists for lore. This Pokemon exists for world building and flavor. Yeah. And but, just like, God, I love that so much. Yeah. I, what I love about 
unknowns. I'm looking them up now just so I can see how bad their stats are. Um, oh yeah, they're they're not great. Mostly 48s. Uh, attack and special <laughs> attacker 72. It's not good. No, that might have been like middle of the road back then, but that's low now. Yeah, it's uh yeah. There's just like you know whatever. But yeah, they're just these weird like things that are just there for you to co- like collect more of to f- figure out some lore stuff and it's really cool there is one trainer outside somewhere through one of the secret passages to one of the harder to get to things he's chilling out there he has a giraffe origus level 26 cool he's a psychic trainer right he's like one of the weird psychic guys who floats a pokeball yeah she's on a string probably (laughs) um so the four chambers they're in the four corners so there's a northeastern uh southeastern southwestern northwestern the northeastern one is the first one. You can access it right away when you get here. It's like right next to the entrance from Route 36. Okay. Um, the puzzle's a Kabuto. Uh, and when you complete that puzzle, it releases unknowns A through K. All um, right. I don't know if this is the order that you can get to the chambers in, but I wrote them down in alphabetical order. Okay. Uh, so the next would be southwestern. That puzzle is an Omanite, and it releases L through R. All right. Then is the southeastern, which is an aerodactyl puzzle, and that will give you S through W. And then the northwestern is a Ho-Oh puzzle. Ooh. Because no new fossils were introduced, so it was only those yeah. three. Where did they pick ho And not weird that they picked Ho-Oh, but it's like they're they're trying to keep the birds a secret kind of for this game yeah. until you get to them. And there's like, here's a picture of one. Well, it's also on the cover. And it's Ho-Oh on both. It would have been neat if it was Lugia on silver and Ho-Oh yeah. on gold they d- i feel like and i am a noted lugia mark i am a fan of lugia <laughs> i feel like they tried to make hoo the more important one they definitely the- tried to make hoo the maybe not the more important but definitely the more mysterious of the yeah. two because then in the in, there's like a whole movie about Lugia. Yeah, <laughs> like there's like a Ho-Oh whole. Oh, doesn't get that. He yeah. might appear in a movie. I'm sure he appears in a movie. I mean, he appears in the new one. Yeah, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, don't know. I need to watch that. It's on demand on one of the Sling channels. Oh yeah. Uh, I need to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I have. I've got to check out that bonkers thing. But yeah, like it's it's like they. I feel like they tried to make Ho-Oh more tied to the new stuff, and then Lugia is like the bridge to the old stuff. Yeah, which I kind of like is Mount Silver is the thing that divides them, and Silver and Lugia, and right, like, right. Ho is, and she's you know connected to the legendary birds more than Ho is, and Ho is like kind of connected to all like the legendary beasts and like the yeah. unknowns and stuff. So like I see what they're doing. I I think it kind of works. I like, like Ho a lot. I love its design so much. I think it looks really good. Um, it's it's one of my favorite legendaries. Uh, but anyway, his puzzle will give you X, Y, and Z. Sweet. Uh, it, they move some stuff around in Gen 4. They bump some stuff up, I guess, to kind of more evenly disperse it. Yeah. So, like, K gets bumped up, and then that bumps up R, and that bumps where up does, W. Where does the uh, punctuation come in? Uh, the punctuation, after you're obtaining all 26 letters, the exclamation point and the question mark will appear in the main entrance room to the ruins in Gen 4. So, in Gen 2, when you walk into the cave, you are immediately in that hall. Okay. In Gen 4, there's like a tiny cave and you go down a ladder to get in there. All right. So that tiny cave at the entrance, that's where the exclamation point and question okay. mark will there's show a, up. Okay, just floating there? No, they're, they're regular encounters, oh, but okay. you have to catch all 26 of the other ones first. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, one quick thing about the scientists, other than giving you the unknown decks to help you kind of keep track of the ones you've caught. Yeah. In Generation 4, if you bring 
an Arceus here. Uh, it'll open up the Shinjo ruins and lead to that whole in-game event where he births a new god of space or time for you. Uh, what? If you have a minute at any point, just like Google HeartGold Arceus event. It's the strangest thing in any Pokemon Like you game. get a Dialga or Palkia? Yeah, in an egg. What? Yeah. Why? You go to the top of this weird altar in the Shinjo ruins and Arceus does something. And then it flashes a bunch of pictures from all over the real world. Like photographs. From, okay. Uh, and it shows like all this weird stuff. And then just like an egg appears and it has a Dialga or a Palkia in it. I think you get to choose which one you want. That's so weird. You get it at level one. A level one Dialga or Palkia? That's crazy. It literally creates one for you. This is buck wild. How yeah. have I never heard about this before? I don't know, but it's the craziest thing. That's so weird. Gen 4 was wild. Pokemon available in the cave is obviously unknown. In the grass, there are Natu, Wooper, Quagsire, and Smeargle. You can surf for Wooper and Quagsire. You can rock smash to get a Geodude. Um, you can headbutt and stuff, I think, but it's all the same, so I didn't write it down. Okay. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll say them once an episode, but that's all you're you getting know, out we of me. All know, we know what the head buddies do. <laughs> uh, so that's it. That's pretty much what's here it's just to collect the unknown nothing happens when you get them all except now you have them all and the scientists are like you did it good job you did it they don't give you anything i don't think i have a box full of them okay on on pokemon bank i've got all 28 of them so i'm sure i have several (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so we'll leave we will run back through route 36 and head over to the national park so uh, at the end of route 36 where that weird path kind of came up. So there's the gatehouse on 35, at least of the national park. Right. And there's another gatehouse on 36 in the West that leads to the national park. Okay. So we'll run in, we'll go to the national park and it is just a pretty large open. It's a park. All right. Uh, there's a lot of benches. There's some trash cans. Uh, there's a lot of people just chilling in here. Uh, there is in the biggest area. So there's like a little, Kind of almost like an entry area at the bottom, and then it kind of bottlenecks up and then opens into this huge field. Is it a big Pokeball shape? It's a big Pokeball okay. shape. Yeah, there's two different colors of tall grass. The top one is darker than the bottom one. Right. They each make a like a half circle. Yeah. And then in the center is like a fountain that is the center of the Pokeball. Yeah. It's... I think my favorite location in a Pokemon game. Really? Yeah, I really like it. I really like the atmosphere. Like the music is just super chill and nice. Okay. I would literally just walk around and hang out in here when I was a kid. I would just <laughs> hang out at the National Park for a while. That's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. cool. On Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays is the bug catching contest. A lot of bug catching contests, I guess, in this place. Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Uh, I really like that about Gen 2, is that, like, the time mattered and the world felt real. Yeah. It's weird they never went back to that. It is very weird. Except for in the remake. Yeah. Yeah, like, now it's just, like, some Pokemon appear at night, some Pokemon appear during the day. It's not very many, and that's all that's different. In the new one, in Alola, wasn't some of the island scan ones dependent on time? Just what day of the week. Just day of the week. Yeah. Okay. But time of the day does not matter. Ah, well. Yep. Hey, Pokemon for Switch, got some notes for you. <laughs> just thinking of the stuff they did in Gen 2 sometimes, it's like, if they just did that, but on, on the Switch scale, yeah, it, it, like they bananas. could make a full living, breathing world in that yeah. game. Yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. Just just do Johto and Kanto, but big. As big as you possibly can. Um, I didn't write this down, but I just remembered it. There is a rule in the National Park that you can only have a Pokemon battle in the tall grass. You cannot battle anybody outside of the grass. Okay. Uh, which is just like, because those people are just chilling. They're not that, here. That, they're just yeah. here at the park. Yeah, they're just yeah. enjoying the park, so you can't fight them. But in the grass are four trainers. Their Pokemon range from levels 12 to 15. Are they all bug? Are they all bugs? Oh, I'm sure they're all bug catchers. <laughs> <laughs> This is probably like one Poke fan, I think. Right. With a bug, though. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Got this sweet Butterfree because it's in the cartoon. So outside of the bug catching contest, because we'll get to how that works in a minute. Um, in the grass, normally you can just get Caterpie, Metapod, Weedle, Kakuna, Pidgey, the Nidorans, Venonat, Psyduck, Hoot Hoot, Spinarak, Lediba, and Sunkern will appear during the daytime. Can you imagine if you're trying to if you're doing a bug catching contest and all you keep running into is Psyducks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is different during the bug catching okay, contest. Okay, good. I think I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, I have I have different Pokemon written down. Uh, you can fish up Krabby. You can headbutt. There's a special tree in Gen Four that you can headbutt. That's why I wrote this one down. Okay. Uh, I think it's somewhere up on the northwest area because there's a little gap in the fence, so you can get like behind into like the weird little tree yeah. area. Uh, there's a little area you can rock climb up, and if you headbutt the tree that's up there, there is a chance that you could get a Cherubi. Okay. What is that? It's a Gen 4 Pokemon. It looks like uh, little cherries. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I, know, I don't know, yeah. And it evolves into the flower that like will bloom in sunlight, which right. is a really cool gimmick. Yes, I like that Pokemon. I looked that up when I was looking up Pokemon with Cherim. Cheerum is its name. Okay, sweet. Uh, but now to the meat and potatoes of the National Park, the bug catching contest. Heck yeah. Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, like I said before. It's free entry, so just show up on one of those days. It doesn't matter the time of the day, but you can only do it once per day. Right, okay. The goal is to catch the best bug type Pokemon within the time limit, or if you run out of balls. Okay. So that it's a little sense. bit like the are you given are you given balls? You are given twenty sport balls. They're park balls in Gen Four. Okay. Um, it's just like they work like safari balls. Okay. Uh, but you may enter with one Pokemon from your party, so you can battle the Pokemon and weaken them to okay, catch them. Good. But if you weaken them, they score worse. Right. So you want to catch the healthiest bug boy you can get as quick as you can. You score the most points gotcha. in the game. Well. How you do that? Well, let's go over the Pokemon. I have the the scoring page pulled up because I did not want to write it down. <laughs> right. If I could just like reference it really re quick. Yeah, yeah, probably a lot easier this way. Uh, but Pokemon that are only here during the bug catching contest are Butterfree, Beedrill, Paris, Pinsir, and Scyther. And in Gen 4, if you come back and do them after you get the national decks on Thursday and Saturday... You can get Wurmple, Krikatot, Krikatoon, Combi, and Ninkata. Okay. On Thursdays, Silcoon, Dustox, and Volbeat will also show up. And on Saturdays, Cascoon, Beautifly, and Lumice will also show up. Okay. Uh, so I like that they like mixed up the days, yeah. too, with like some of the newer ones after you get the national decks. Yeah, I like that, too, because it gives you a reason to come back. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about scoring, and then we'll get into the kind of underwhelming prizes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, Generation 2 scoring. The score earned for a given Pokemon in Generation 2 is the sum of the following. Four times the max HP of the Pokemon. Okay. The sum of the Pokemon's other stats. Up to 29 points based on the Pokemon's individual values. 16 points if the defense IV is odd. 
eight points if the attack IV is odd. So you only get points if certain IVs are odd numbers. Wow, we got real Pokemon all of a sudden, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we got real deep Pokemon in this bug catching contest. Yep, so I'm not going to get too into how that works. You can look it up. It's on Bulbapedia. That's where I'm reading it from. Okay. Uh, One-eighth of the current HP of the Pokemon rounded down. Okay. So if you hurt it, you, you lose a pretty fair amount of points. Yeah, like quickly. <laughs> and you get, you get one point if it happens to be holding an item. Okay. <laughs> Weird. Yep. Um, so each time you catch a Pokemon in the bug catching contest, like when you catch your first one, it's like, great, you caught Beedrill. When you catch another one, it's like, hey, you just caught a Metapod. Do you want to keep Beedrill or swap it for the Metapod? You can only keep one. One at a time. Yeah. And but after the contest, you get to keep whichever one. Okay. And it does not it tell you the point values? It does not. Ooh. <laughs> That's a tricky game. So basically, game. you want to go high, highest level. Right. Um, not a Beedrill, because <laughs> their stats are not very a, low. I don't know what Beedrill's HP looks like, uh, <laughs> but probably get like a Pinsir or a Scyther. Yeah. Put it to sleep, catch it at full health if you can, uh, and then pray, because the the other people's points are random. There's like a list right. of trainers, and they have three potential point totals they can have that are okay. drawn at random. Again, I'm not getting into all that. It's a real mathy. Satoru yeah. Iwata went nuts on this part. <laughs> he did. He had this one formula in his head. He's like, I got it. We're, like, we're writing it in. Like when they had like most of the game, they're like, we just don't know how to get this all into one cartridge. He's like, hold on, I got a plan. Let me do some weird math in the in the national park. I think that's <laughs> I think that's where I can fit all the weird stuff in. Okay, I did not read the Gen 4 scoring system. Is it worse? Before right now? It it feels worse. Alright, so some of the following. The level of the Pokemon relative to the maximum that can be found in the contest. That's too much. Example, before the National Pokedex, the maximum value for Paris would be 17, but after the National Pokedex, this value would be 34 as a percentage. So this is done as percentages. Yikes. Uh, the Pokemon's IVs relative to the maximum... The Pokemon's HP relative to its maximum, a rarity factor, either 60, which would be your Caterpies, Cricketunes, and those little first and second forms. Right. Uh, 80 points, all Pokemon not mentioned, or 100 points for Scyther and Pinsir. So everything that's not one of those is 80. Okay. Uh, and then all of these other percent, I don't even know how those would factor into numbers. That's so weird. It's this, crazy. This is real weird. That's all stuff that we're not supposed to know. We're supposed to catch a Pokemon. It gets scored yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. and we know if we win or not. But Do you want to know? You have a question. I was just going to say, like, that's, we're not supposed to know that. But that's never stopped a Pokemon fan before. No. No. We we have... <laughs> I say we. Like, I, did, I have not done any part of this. <laughs> the Pokemon fan community has hacked into Pokemon so often and has exposed so much of the inner workings that they've basically forced game freak to show it to us yeah <laughs> which is insane yeah pretty much and that's because of competitive pokemon and people needed to know how to get the best one so they hacked in to figure out how it works just play with your favorites right it's like the main thing of the games <laughs> are you ready for the fabulous prizes yes first prize no let's start at the bottom yeah yeah work our way up Pull, hold it back hold it back consolation prize Participation trophy? Yep. Okay. Gen 2 is just a bear, regular berry. Okay. <laughs> uh, which is equivalent to an orange berry now. Okay. Uh, in Gen 4, you get a shed, shed shell. <laughs> <laughs> Tripped up on that one. Uh, that's a hold item 
I think it's a one-time use. I could be wrong about that, but it it allows your Pokemon to not be trapped in battle. Okay, so, so you if can you're up still against, escape? Yeah, if you're up against like a Doug Trio that has arena trap, normally you couldn't get away. Right. If you're holding a Shed Shell, you can. You whip this dead skin at it and then <laughs> run. Uh, it's like taking your jacket off when the bully grabs you. Okay. <laughs> uh, third place is a gold berry or a citrus berry. Gold berry is the same thing. Okay. Uh, second place is an everstone. Okay. First place is a sunstone. Uh, in generation four, after the national decks, it is a random evolution stone. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. It's um, a good way to, to I like, kind of farm I like stones. That they, yeah, I like that they upgraded it in Gen 4, because uh, just, you don't need more than two sunstones. Yeah, what what are you, use them on like... Sunkern and Gloom. And that's it. That's all that existed then. Yeah, so you don't really need a ton of those unless you plan on selling them. Uh, but that's it. That's the National Park. That's all the places we're stopping today. Oh, dang. Um, next time we're going to pick up on Route 37, and then I think we're heading to E-Critique City, Ooh, which is a big one. It's a big one. Lots of stuff going on there. Yeah. Pretty excited about that. Uh, so, I guess now we're going to go do a spotlight? Yeah. All right. Who's that Pokemon? It's Wudo. Sudowoodo is Pokemon number 185. It is the imitation Pokemon. It's a bum. It's a, <laughs> it's a rock type. Stands at 3 foot 11. Weighs 83.8 pounds. Um, can get the abilities sturdy, which means it can't be one hit KO'd. Or Rockhead, which negates all recoil damage. Okay. Its hidden ability is rattled, which will increase its speed when hit by ghost, dark, or bug types. When you spook it, it runs faster. Get, when it gets scared, it runs away fast. How is this tree only three foot eleven, and you're still tricked by it? I don't know how anybody is tricked by a pseudo wudo. Like how how you can? I guess because it maybe was new. And yeah, so people were like, I don't know what that is. That Maybe must be a weird tree. Yeah, because everybody calls it. There's a dancing tree. There's a dancing tree. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Here's the thing about Sudowoodo in the game in the universe, it would have to be very tall to trick you. If it's if it's four feet tall, I'm well, not it, worried about it. It does look not like a tree, like an oak tree, but like a a tree that you would cut in a Pokemon game. Okay. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Um, are you ready for the Pokedex? Heck yeah. Though its composition is more closely related to stone or rock, it disguises itself as a tree to avoid being attacked. Uh, its hands, however, remain green throughout the year, making it easily identifiable in the colder seasons. Ah, gotcha. Well, there's also, it's, there's also deciduous trees which just say green all year, but okay. Well, look, this is just what the Pokedex says. <laughs> yeah, like a pine tree? Like how don't pine shoot trees the messenger. All, <laughs> pine trees are always green. Pine trees don't have green orbs on them, though. Well, no. Only cut trees have Yeah, no, no trees come orbed. <laughs> uh, so now we're getting into the weird sun and moon stuff. Oh, God, what's it eat? Uh, it's not gross. Stuff. It's just like very strange okay. lore about it for no reason. It has a substantial fan base with the elderly, uh, <laughs> so much so that there are entire magazines dedicated to it. Its well, fans obsess over the length and angle of its arms, as well as the size of its hands. 
Also, it hates water and it is known to disappear if it starts to rain. So, <laughs> old people love Pseudo Wudo. So, old people subscribe to Pseudo Wudo Quarterly. <laughs> Get all their hot new Pseudo Wudo tips. And it's just like a magazine of old people and pictures of their Pseudo Wudo. Oh. Like, look at the angle of this one's arm. See this one's branches? Oh, wow. I'm so jealous of <laughs> angles. That one's got good branches, but look at the hands on this one. Weird. <laughs> What a Alola is such a strange place. They just they just got a little crazy in the office that the Pokedex they, writing day, I guess. It's like they were sitting around and it was quiet in the office for like 10 minutes. And one guy was just like, these games are crazy, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Let's go. Let's lean into that. Yeah. <laughs> what if Sudowoodo is real popular with old people? Um, Some trivia... <laughs> That's just so weird to me. Elderly people love the pseudo <laughs> Uh Some trivia. It was actually created by Pokemon artist Ken Sugimori. Okay. Which is neat. I, don't, I think that means like he didn't just draw it. He, he came up the with Pokemon the idea up, yeah. for it. Which He's I, only done that like two or three times. Like it's a pretty small list of Pokemon yeah. that he actually created. Uh, and in X and Y, they can be encountered uh, with hordes of Trevenant. Because they're pretending to be a tree. Because they're very trees. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's very cute. There's other trivia stuff, but it's all like, it's the same height as Lantern. Right. And like weird stuff like yeah, that. Okay, I don't write that. that stuff down. Origin, it's based on petrified wood, fossilized trees and stuff. Okay. That's why it's rock type, but looks like a tree. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's a combination of the words pseudo and wood. It's Japanese name, which I hope I don't completely butcher to heck, is Usoki, U-S-O-K-K-I-E. Yeah. Uh, it's a combination of uso, which means false, and ki, which would be wood or plants. Um, it could also be a play on usosuki, which means liar. All right. A lot of the multi-layered Japanese pun. Yeah. Okay. I do like pseudo-wudo. I think it's a it's a good sounding word. It is. Um, and it makes sense. It, you know, pseudo-wood, fake wood. It makes sense. I still hate them. They it. wronged me, <laughs> and I hold grudges until I die with I don't know if Pseudo Wudo wronged you as much as the Pokemon team Let wronged me down. Because Whitney should be like, hey, go to the flower shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After she wipes the tears off her face because you beat her so That's bad. why she didn't tell me, because I beat her. <laughs> she's like, it was my, it I'm going to trap him here. It was my ninth try, and that was just, she's like, I beat him nine times in a row. How, what, what's it going to take? All right. Yeah, that's it. I'm out of notes. Well, what would you name a Sudowoodo? I thought about it when I was writing the notes, and I came up with nothing. I would probably name it Ficus. Okay. It's just, a tree, it's just a tree name, but it's a weird, it's a funny oh, tree name. I would name it Professor, because all the professors are named after trees. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, Sky, who played Kent on Pokemon World Tour United, uh, had a Sudowoodo. Has a pseudo named not a tree like K N O T. Yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a pun that he did <laughs> to me <laughs> personally. Personally, this is a personal yeah. attack. Um. All right. So uh, we're gonna move on to our name rating segment. But before we do, if you have any names that you would nickname a pseudo and I feel like there's got to be a lot of good ones out there. Uh, I'm sure there is. Then uh, write in either on Twitter or email us and use the hashtag PWT rate. Also, if Pseudo Wudo tricked you the way he tricked Jake, mm -hmm. I want to know about it. I want everyone to write in yeah. Pseudo Wudo horror stories. How many states did you drive through trying to figure <laughs> out how to, how to get a Pseudo Wudo? 
Because I'm curious how many other people that maybe happened to. I just, I feel like I, and I might have even had the squirt bottle, but I know that I went around and talked to everyone again to try to figure out what I was doing wrong. And no one tells you. I'll have to, I'll have to see uh, when I finish Ultra Moon in six years. Because <laughs> I'm playing, I'm just playing it so slowly. I'm right at the end now, so it shouldn't be too long. When I finish that, I'm going to run through Crystal. Um, and I'll have to see if you have to go in and select it to use it. Because if you do, that's crazy pants, but definitely something early Pokemon would have yeah, done. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway, let's, uh, we're going to move on to our Name Raider segment now. All right, so if you are new to this podcast, how we rate names is we have a scale from one to five. Pokeball, Premier Ball, Great Ball, Ultra Ball, Master Ball. We only get one Master Ball per episode each. So I get one, you get one. Right. We can give them out retroactively if we have uh, decided that we liked one earlier better. That's just how we do. So we got a, we got actually kind of a lot of names for Miltank. We're doing Miltank last Last episode, Spotlight. Spotlight was yep. Milnay. So uh, first up is from Roderick had two, but they're in two different tweets, so I'm going to allow it. Um, I'll allow any of them anyway, but still, I just like the way this one worked out. <laughs> Hashtag PWT rate. Bill Tank. Bill, that's it? Bill Tank. It just says Bill Tank? Yeah. Pokeball. <laughs> uh, yeah, Pokeball. Okay. Immediately after this. Hashtag PWT rate. No, wait. Thrill Tank. <laughs> <laughs> Came around on Thrill Tank. I, I like Thrill Tank a lot. I think it might be bumped up a little bit because it was preceded by a Bill Tank. Yeah. Uh, uh, Thrill Tank gets an Ultra Ball I'm, from me. I'm going to go with a Great Ball for Thrill Tank. I really like that. Uh, next up is from Janine. She says, Mill Tank nickname is easy. DQ because she's the Dairy Queen. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. I'll Great Ball that one. I also will Great Ball that one. Next up is from, and again, I don't know your real name, so I'm just going to say your display name, Asimov Fangirl. She says, my mill tanks are usually named Clarabella, which is the name Clarabelle in Spanish-speaking uh, countries, and was also the name of my cow plush I used to bring everywhere when I was five years old. Aww. Oh, that personal touch is very cute. Ultra ball. Ultra ball, yeah. Can't, I can't, uh, <laughs> I can't walk away from that one. Uh, next up is from our good friend Shannon Maynard. She says, I've never named a mill tank because I hate mill tank. But I'll name this one uncomfy because I don't <laughs> like a cow that can stand upright and look you in the eyes with her hands on her hips as you milk her. <laughs> that ain't the world I want to live in. <laughs> oh. I am going. I like uncomfy <laughs> just as a word. Yeah. And that's very uncomfortable. Now I'm picturing it because it has oh, still the I, same happy look on its I face. Can I show you a picture later down? There's a threat. Her and Portia talked about it. Oh, did they? Yeah. <laughs> And then just here's a gif of just Professor Oak oh, just, just, tug, just, just squeezing that, on another. Just tugging that nip. Just honking on a bobo. Right <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is very uncomfy. Ultra Ball. I'm going to Master Ball. Mm, I'm going to give it an Ultra Ball and I reserve the right to Master Ball later <laughs> because I do like the name. <laughs> the the All the reasoning. Uh, next up is from Cassidy. Uh, who made a video game about our other podcast, Sequinox. It's That's very insane. good. Um, go I sped run it with every character. It was great. Yeah, uh, go to our... I know it's our pinned tweet on uh, CKT. So at CKTCast and you can play it. If you haven't checked out Sequinox, also go check that out. It's a Magical Girl series. It's very fun. Uh, we really, really 
proud of it. So I mean, someone made a game, so we must be doing something yeah, right. Yeah, we're doing something right. She says, I present Brickhouse the Mill Tank. <laughs> That's good. It's not bad. It's a little, I feel common. I see, but maybe not. I don't know. I've never heard a Mill Tank named Brickhouse. I'm going to give it a great ball. I'll great ball it too. That okay. feels right. Uh, next up is from Zeke, who says, Shiny Mill Tank named Bell because ice cream is amazing. I'm a- assuming a shiny Mill Tank is blue. That's correct. All right. Uh, well, we are in Texas where Blue Bell ice cream reigns supreme. Yep. Um, I don't trust it because it had hoof and mouth and they had to take it all back for like four months. So <laughs> I'm not going to be eating any Blue Bell. I- also, I'm lactose intolerant, so I can't really eat a lot of ice cream anyway. <laughs> uh, is it Bell like the object or the name? The object. Okay. So no, it's not L-L-E? No, just B-E-L. Ah, uh, you would have got an extra point if it was like Blue Bell. I mean, maybe that was the intent. I don't know. I'm going to go. I don't. I'm gonna go with Premier Ball. Yeah, same. I think. Um, next, well, oh, Crash. Oh, oh, no, oh no. buddy, Crash says. I feel like there's this is a little on the nose, but I would nickname a mill tank Moolissa. <laughs> Crash, great ball for go. me. <laughs> <sighs> I want a Pokeball it on principle. I want everybody to send in. Pun real people names for Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> I will give it. I will give it a great ball because as exasperated as I am with the pun, it is a pretty. I would call. I would definitely call a mill tank Mulissa. <laughs> I would be very into a Mulissa mill tank. Um, next up is from Jen. She says, "Never had a mill tank, but I did use a Tauros named Brosif once. So I guess since mill tanks are female Tauros, I'd name her Brosifina." <laughs> That's good. I like that. Uh, again, the personal touch is there. Yeah, it's that trail of breadcrumbs yeah. you gotta follow to get there. I like that a lot. Uh, so I'll go with Great Ball. I um yeah, I'll also Great Ball that. Next up is from Portia, whose display name is Salad Daddy right now, which is just the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. <laughs> Why is it Salad? It's a. Was she throwing salad? No, a- <laughs> it's um, it's it's definitely a reference to a character in Black Panther, okay. which is an amazing movie. Hey, if you want to know an easy way to make Jake cry, take him to a superhero movie now, I guess. <laughs> and when two people are fighting for reasons, I get emotional about that. <laughs> they both needed to win, but only one could, Josh. I don't <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, this is great. She says, Riverdale for a milk tank because they make me think of milkshakes and, mil- and milkshakes is, are synonymous with Riverdale for me now. Have you seen Riverdale? No. Okay. There's a place called Pop's Chocolate Shop. It's a like diner specializes in milkshakes. It's all milkshakes are all over Riverdale. It's a whole okay. thing. <laughs> I, I also think Riverdale is a good name for a milk tank. I'm gonna go with Ultra Ball. Um uh, I through my own fault will premiere ball it. That's fair. <laughs> uh I don't want to talk about Riverdale too much, but it's a show that should be the dumbest thing ever made and is amazing. Everyone showed up and did their best every time. <laughs> it's crazy because it's like Archie Comics, it's, right? But it's, uh, but like a moody teen show. It's dark, gritty, sexy Archie Comics, <laughs> and it's amazing. It's it's weirdly Veronica Mars, if that means anything to anybody. Like it's got the same level of like melodrama that I love. It's I don't know how they made it a good show. Apparently, but they did. I don't know if you've read anything about the new Sabrina they're gonna do. 
Oh, it's going to uh, get weird. It's going to be off the wall yeah. from what I've heard. Uh, she's actually going to be on Riverdale this season, and then that will transition into her Netflix show. Ah. So I have not watched any Riverdale this season. I'm very behind, but I'm very excited for Sabrina because uh, I love the old show. This will be nothing like it. but Not I, at all from what I'm, I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> still very excited. Uh, so next up is King of Myths. Uh, they say, my name for Miltank would be Autobots because it rolls out. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the rollout joke. It took us a minute okay. to get here. Oh, get ready. We got some coming up. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go with a great ball on that Same. one. Same. Uh, next up However, is... any other rollout jokes? Minus one now. Because one snuck in first. Now, I don't want to spoil this. I've read ahead. Okay. And there's one that I got a good chuckle out of earlier. So uh, next up is from Lewis. He says, Miltank name? I don't know if it... I know it doesn't fit the game's character limit, which doesn't matter here, but for bonus points, a shiny Miltank is blue, so it would be named Raspberry Quick. <laughs> is Raspberry Quick blue? Is it blue? I would not drink blue milk. Well, I I would drink blue milk. I would I would be weird about raspberry that was blue unless it said blue raspberry. Yeah, but I don't... Blue raspberry is not a flavor I want in milk, I don't think. Raspberry, sure, but blue raspberry... It's just the same, right? But, like, chemically blue? I feel like it's, just the, I feel a, like it's a different flavor, because blue raspberries don't exist. No. So it's just, like, they made a blue flavor, and they're like, we need, we can't just call this blue. We can't call it blueberry. Parents that's will not feed blue to their children. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with a premier ball. But well, here's the thing. Milk tank is pretty fast. Yeah. So I like the quick play. Okay. Uh, I'll great ball it. I, I'm still going to go for your ball. But then he asked the question, I wonder if they've got Nesquik or Yoohoo in the Pokeverse. There might be Nesquik. There's no Yoohoo. It's a good world. <laughs> I like Yoohoo. Of course you do. <laughs> it's just gross chocolate water. Yeah, I like that. I don't, I don't understand <laughs> you, Josh. Uh, next up is from Benny. Benny says, my villainous, because again, Benny is a villain, so all of his Pokemon have to be villain names. <laughs> uh, <we're laughs> uh, my villainous milk tank is Beefy Jerk. <laughs> beefy Jerk? I don't know how anybody yeah. beats Beefy Jerk. Beefy Jerk is very good. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to use my Master Ball now. Okay. On Beefy Jerk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Ultra Ball it. Because I haven't decided if I like one that I saw later yet. Uh, and then Benny rates, because he also rates one of ours back at us. Oh, what, the, what a jerk. The villain part. <laughs> uh, Milk, M-I-L-Q-U-E, which I believe was yours, gets a great ball. So, That's fair. Fair. Uh, next That's up, a little higher, I think, than I would rate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up is from Larry. Uh, he says, my first mill tank was named Malteda. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, Mal meaning bad, Emma, and Malteda milkshake, so... Bad milkshake because I was 10 and still very upset about the whole rollout thing. <laughs> uh, that's pretty great. I'm going to give that a great ball. Same. Uh, next up is Amanda, who says, I think the best Miltank name is Mufasa. Uh, Mufasa, Mufasa, Mufasa. It gets better the more you say it. <laughs> now you're trying to trick me. Now, see, that is a play on Moo. However, the character Mufasa does not relate to cows in any way. So there's that. I can't go higher than a premiere ball on that. I'm also going to go with the Premier Ball on that one. She's got two Master Balls under her belt. She's going to be fine. She'll bounce back. <laughs> um, so uh, Dowd says, I would name a Mill Tank, and oh boy, I'm going to super duper butcher this one. Udumbla? <laughs> Can you spell it for the class? A-U-D-U-M-B-L-A. And he says, with an double O sound from the U. I don't know which U, though. So I went with both. <laughs> 
uh, <laughs> after the primordial cow from Norse mythology that licked the first god free of the salt ice. If it's if it's Udumbla, that is a name I would never get sick of saying. Udumbla? Yeah. I'm going to go with an Ultra Your enemy's ball. weak. Get him, Udumbla. Get him, Udumbla. <laughs> That's a good time. And if I got beat by an Udumbla, I'd be like, wow. Was... I don't know if Miltank can learn lick. Well, I don't I don't know. So, Pokeball from me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm going to go with a great ball. I'll great ball that one, too. Uh, next up is from AJ. He says, uh, so the Beanie Baby cow was named Daisy. So, the entrance one is that. So where do we rate Daisy? Daisy is just a cow name. It is just Daisy a cow name. is like the cow name. Yeah. Uh, uh, but his name uh, is the Beanie Baby Daisy. So premier ball. Okay. I, I, I'm gonna. Give it, I'll premier ball it too because I I feel bad when I give a Pokeball out. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> says I don't. Um, then he says second and best choice is Ludacris. Says Miltank, much like Luda likes to roll out. <laughs> okay. I know I said minus one. Uh, but that is void. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's very good. That's the one I read ahead. I ooh, that might be my master. Ball. I'll ultra ball that one. I don't like it more than beefy jerk because that's just so <laughs> funny to me. So good. <laughs> I think I'm also gonna ultra ball this one. Um, and then we got uh, we got two more. Next up is from Riley. It says my mill tanks have always been named W H uh, Taft and Pound Cake. So let's take these as they came. Okay, W H Taft. <laughs> I need an explanation. I got nothing. Okay. W.H. Taft the Miltank. Yep. It see, okay. I like it. It seems like it means something. W- well, William Henry Taft was a president. <laughs> Did he like milk and or cows? Pr- maybe. Maybe he was a dairy farmer. Here's the second part of that. I might be making up his first two names. <laughs> <laughs> so. Maybe this person just want, likes Miltank so much. <laughs> they wish it was a, a former president of the maybe. United States. Um, maybe Riley does. I don't. Who knows? Uh, I'm going to give W. H. Taft a great ball because it's a very weirdly specific name. <laughs> it's so strange, and I don't get it. And so then, I have to give it a premier ball from me. And then pound cake. I'm going to go with the premier ball. I like pound cake as a name. That's a good Pokemon name. Yeah. If you're doing like a desserts theme, pound cake is a great name. That would be a very good dessert name. Um, I'll great ball pound cake. Okay, because uh, milk tank can also learn pound. That and, is, and milk is a key ingredient of cake. Yep, can't. It's a piece of cake to bake a pretty cake, but you do need milk. <laughs> yeah, it's great. You gotta, you gotta do the cooking by the book, and the book says milk. <laughs> <laughs> That's right there. The book. It's on the book. <laughs> so, uh, uh, lastly, is from Tony. Tony says, "My name, nickname for milk tank. Don't know if this fits. Don't know if this actually fits, but." Again, I'm assuming uh, he means the character limit, which we don't go by. You can name it anything you want. Is Rolling Stone? Um, hmm. kind of on the nose. Yeah, it's referencing Rollout, but not look. All the other ones were referencing Rollout too. Yeah, Loot is the best one of the Rollout Loot is gang. So good. It's so good. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Pokeball. I... It just doesn't strike me. Yeah, it doesn't hit me right. I'm also going to give it a Pokeball. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Better luck next time. It's all right. I'm going to give my Master Ball to... Beefy Jerk. I'm going to give it to Shannon with Uncomfy just because... Because the GIF because of, I, uh, I <laughs> Professor know, Oak just like jamming on that udder. I know that I've heard her yell about a mill tank before, and it's great. So and that, mil, that mill tank has that same just like happy-go-lucky yeah, cash I am, face on. Standing up on two legs, staring at you while you milk me. Milk me. This milk is delicious. Milk me, daddy. <laughs> put, put, it, <laughs> put it in the bottle and drink it in front of me, put pops. It right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Uh, There is in uh, Sun and Moon, there's like a a little side quest in the ranch area where there's a Tauros who's like super mad. Okay. And they're they're like, we have to go get the mistress to calm him down. And it's a mill tank. The mistress is just a mill tank whose job on the ranch is to calm down raging Tauros. (laughs) She's doing great. Yeah. She just goes over and shakes those udders at him. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh. Oh. I do want to be clear. Beefy Jerk is so choice. That is, that is my <laughs> s- s- so close to, to winning. Um, Nobody went with like a hamburger joke. No, because I've yelled about Pokemon, Poketarianism so much I don't think that I feel I, like everyone's afraid of me now. I don't think that's it. I which think, is what I want. <laughs> I think it's mostly because milk is in the name and the udders are so prominent. That they don't relate yeah. it with beef, they relate it to milk. That's true. Anyway, yep. though, uh, that's it for the name rating. Uh, thank you very much to everyone who submitted theirs. If you want to get your name read and ranked and uh, uh, pontificated on in front of <laughs> dozens of people, uh, you can send them in either on Twitter at PWT Podcast or to our email, pwtpodcast at gmail.com, and use the hashtag on Twitter, PWT Rate, so we can see it. So next time, Masuda Wudo. So get him in. Uh, so now we're going to go on to fan interactions. Uh, all right. So we don't actually have a ton. Uh, we have, uh, we did get an email from Cassidy about uh, her thoughts on a um, Switch game, Pokemon, what the Pokemon Switch game, which you'd like to see from that. Okay. Um, so we, we're not going to read it now because we're going to do probably an episode on that sometime in the future. So yeah. if you have any ideas, email them in or you can tweet them if your ideas are very small. <laughs> but if you have bigger ideas, send them on in to the email. That's uh, that's kind of it. I know we keep saying we're going to get a list of our patrons and thank them. And I keep forgetting to do that because I'm going to part the kimono. These recordings keep sneaking up on me. <laughs> Today I was like, hey, we need to record one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I went home, took the notes, came over, and we recorded yep, it. And here so. we are. So, so I I promise next time I will have a list, and we will thank all of our eighty plus patrons. Josh, you better loosen up for that one. You better get ready. Oh, we're doing crap, the Alpha. whole <laughs> kit and caboodle. I also, and because just because I keep uh, mentioning it, and I feel like everyone that I have talked to about it has not gone out and bought Shannon's comic yet. So I'm going to keep telling you until everyone does. Uh, it's called the very best red blue fan comic. It's available at gum.co slash the very best. It's absolutely amazing. It's the story of red and blue told from blue's perspective. It is so good. It's all I'm going to give you. It's so good. So go. It is so good. I have purchased and read it. It is, is so good. I can confirm. Yes. So go check that out. You can also find Shannon on Patreon, patreon.com slash Shannon Maynard. And if you are a $10 backer or above, you can get the comic included with that. Um, so and you get a lot of uh, process stuff. Like she had a lot of like uh, you can get a textless version. So you can see all of her pretty backgrounds that she spent a lot of time uh, doing <laughs> just to cover up the word balloons. Um, so, yeah, go check that out. Go support Shannon. It's a great comic. will break your heart. Every time. Um, I think that's pretty much it. So I guess uh, all that's left is you can find us on Twitter at PWT Podcast. You can email the show at pwtpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbay, Podbay. Podbay. Not yet. Uh, coming soon. It's not a website yet, but I do own the domain name. So 
<laughs> there is that. Coming soon, asterisk, maybe not. Maybe never. Uh, so go to any one of those places. Uh, Podknife. Did you say Podknife? I think I skipped it. We're you, also you there. said Podknife, yeah. Okay. Uh, go to one of those places and leave us a rating and review. It'll help us out a lot. We will feel very good about it when we read it. Yeah, uh, um, we're probably going to grab a bunch of them and then do like a short episode on that at some point in the future. Um, just of us reading reviews and then we'll be able to jump back in with them or we'll just jump back in soon and then go backwards. Yeah, we'll so, figure it out. So we'll, we'll, we'll be we'll be reading them soon, sooner yeah. or later. That's going to do it for us for today. We'll see you next week for episode 40 of Pokemon World Tour United, I think. That sounds right. Yeah, that should be next because I have not edited it yet. So that's next. Uh, <laughs> and then two weeks from now, we are going to Ecritique City, which I'm very excited about because that's uh, that's where things get weird. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but until then, smell you later. We just did a Morphin Grid, so I almost made the power protect. All right, try again. I'm ready. So until then, smell you later. No, I did it. I did it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this time we're going to get it. You poisoned my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. It's not just me. (laughs) So until then, smell you later. (laughs) How many times are you going to make me do this solo? Just layer mine over each other (laughs) and ship it out. I said smell you later, but I'm still thinking about how I just said Morphin okay. Grid things. Anyway, all right. Uh, I feel like I got the giggles. No, Jake, we're so close. I know.